Let's talk TikTok. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hello and welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur, ready to drop some more actionable, practical advice that you can use that will help you to grow your voiceover business. Before we get into this week's episode, I do want to remind you VoiceOver Marketing Playbook version 3.0 is coming. I am so excited about this course. I've put probably almost 200 hours into completely overhauling the entire course, updating all of the information, making sure that you have everything that you need to be able to find your own leads, build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. And I've moved it to a new platform, which is making it even easier to access and use. Playbook is going to be available April 11th through the 20th. And you can sign up at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. So what I want to do in this episode is actually something a little bit different. I'm, I'm deviating from the schedule that I had mapped out. And I actually want to share a little bit of my presentation from VO Atlanta. I had the privilege of speaking at VO Atlanta recently and did a breakout session to a full room, standing room only, people sitting on the floor, and we were talking about the 10 marketing commandments for the everyday VOpreneur. I had that entire presentation prepared before I ever got to Atlanta, but I actually ended up updating several aspects of it while I was in Atlanta, just based on current events and things that were happening at the time. And one of the big things that was happening was a growing concern over whether or not the U.S. government was going to ban TikTok. And that was something that I felt like I needed to address in my presentation because TikTok has become a very popular platform for a lot of voice actors doing marketing. And so it begs the question, is TikTok worth it? And what happens if TikTok goes away? So I want to share a little bit about what is going on in the news. But more importantly, I want to give you a backup plan. If the worst case scenario does happen and TikTok does go away, then what? That's what we're going to talk about in this episode. I signed up for TikTok, I don't even know, probably a year or two ago, and I just sat on the account. I did nothing with it because I wasn't sure about TikTok and I have so many other social media platforms and I was like, do I really have the time for another social media platform? I didn't really necessarily feel like I did, but I also recognized that it's a very popular place. A lot of people are hanging out there. And so maybe I shouldn't just completely ignore it. I want to say that it was around the late fall of 2022 that I started playing around a little bit, posted a couple of videos here and there and started to experiment with it a little bit. And right around that same time is when a lot of talk really started growing about the possibility of a government ban on TikTok. 
And so I had to ask myself the question, if there is the possibility of a government ban, how much time do I want to devote to learning how to use this new platform, creating content for this new platform, building a following on this new platform, if there's the possibility that it is all going to go away? And so after Christmas, I decided to pause what I was doing on TikTok because I wanted to see what was going to happen. One thing that happened when I was on my way to VO Atlanta was the CEO of TikTok was called before Congress. And he was, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he was interrogated before Congress. And without going too much into all of the details of it, let's just say that I don't think it went well for the CEO of TikTok. I think that most of the questions that he was asked were not answered. Most of the questions that were asked that were answered were not answered with any level of satisfaction. And I think that it really only added more fuel to the fire of the United States government talking about banning TikTok. They're not the only ones. Now, in Canada, TikTok has been banned on government devices. There are a growing number of college and universities who are maybe not necessarily outright banning TikTok, but highly recommending that students remove TikTok from their devices. Government at various and assorted levels in different countries are telling government employees that TikTok cannot be on their government-issued devices any longer. And it all comes back to privacy concerns. It all comes back to a question of what is happening with this data in the app? Where is that data going? Is the Chinese government getting access to that data? And does that create the possibility of a security threat? So again, I don't want to get deep into the weeds on this because it's a complex issue. The end result of all of these concerns is that there's a growing cry to ban TikTok, all in the name of national security. How you feel about that at this point isn't really relevant because ultimately the government is going to do what the government is going to do. And one of the things that I actually said in my presentation at VO Atlanta, which is probably the most mind-blowing of this entire thing, is that this issue of TikTok is probably one of the first issues in I don't even know how long where in Congress, Republicans and Democrats actually kind of seem to be on the same page. Like this has become a bipartisan issue. They are in agreement. They are working together. It's really just crazy after the last few years of what has gone on with the political climate in the United States in particular to see Republicans and Democrats coming together on one issue. That in and of itself speaks volumes. And that in and of itself to me gives credibility to the possibility that TikTok could get banned. So what does that have to do with you as a voice actor? And how does that impact your voiceover marketing efforts? There are a couple of things that I want to share, and these were the two things that I shared in my presentation at VO Atlanta. First and foremost, I would think about how I can back up all of that data. Some of you may remember I went through a, a stretch in 2022 where my YouTube channel got shut down by a nefarious actor who was trying to, you know, shut down my social media platforms, and it was a whole entire thing. But when my YouTube channel did get shut down for a while, I was devastated because I thought I was going to lose all that content. Hundreds of videos posted over a decade, and I thought it was all going to be gone, which is my own fault for not having a backup plan. 
that got me thinking about what is going on with TikTok right now. And that got me thinking about why it is so important for you to have a backup plan. If you've been using TikTok as part of your marketing efforts, if you've been building a platform there, if your video content has been creating traction there, and that's the only place that you've been sharing some of that content, now might be a good time to start backing up some of that content. And maybe you're not going to be able to back it all up. Maybe you've got too many videos in the library, but maybe you go through and you back up some of the best videos that you have in your library. Or at the very least, you go through and you start categorizing those videos. I made videos on this topic, this topic, this topic. Pay attention to that stuff because if you find yourself in a position where you have to recreate it, at least you're not starting from scratch. But I would highly encourage you to find ways to back up some of that content, if at all possible, so that if the worst does happen, you don't just lose everything. Now, I know some voice actors are taking their content from TikTok, repurposing it, flipping it over onto Instagram Reels, possibly flipping it onto YouTube or YouTube Shorts, and that's fine. If you've got it in another place, you're okay. What I'm saying is if you're only using TikTok or some of that video content only exists on TikTok, that's the stuff that you're going to want to get access to. Think about saving it just in case the worst happens. And hey, I don't know that this is going to happen. It might be a year away from happening, but it's still worth preparing just in case because those conversations are very real and those conversations are ongoing in Congress. And so it is something to pay attention to. So number one, back it up. Make sure you're not going to lose access to all of that content if the platform does go away. Number two, have another way to communicate with your audience. I'm very fortunate that I have put an effort into building a YouTube following. I've put an effort into building an Instagram following. I've put an effort into building a LinkedIn following. So I have other platforms where I can turn to, which is really nice. If TikTok has been your primary driver, maybe now is the time to think about adding another platform into the mix. Basically, what you're doing on TikTok, it's the same idea as what's going on with Instagram Reels, and it's the same idea as what is going on with YouTube Shorts. So taking that same principle and flipping it over to one of those platforms, I realize it's not going to give you the exact same access to the same audience. I realize that not all of the features are the same. Obviously, the algorithms are not as open on YouTube Shorts and Instagram as they are on TikTok, but at least you can start building a secondary platform. So again, if the worst does happen, you're not just left out in the cold. You've got somewhere else where you can go, connect with your audience, build a following, and share that content that you're creating. So that's number two on the list. Get a secondary platform. Start building a secondary platform. Number three on the list, try and build an email list. When my Facebook got shut down last year, same issue that I was having with YouTube with somebody trying to shut me down. I lost access to the Veopreneur community. That's my community that I've created in Facebook. And that's over 5,000 voice actors that I had the ability to reach out to on a daily basis through that Facebook group. I have several thousand followers on my YouTube channel as well. And I lost access to that audience. One of the things that I talk about with marketing your voiceover business when it comes to online casting sites if you rely exclusively on online casting sites, if something happens to one of those casting sites, what happens to your business? You're screwed. The same goes for your marketing. If you're relying exclusively or too heavily on one social media platform, if you lose access to that platform, you're potentially screwed. So the solution to that? Collect email addresses. Now, 
Not everybody's going to give you your email address, and that is fine. But if you can get email addresses from half of your audience or even a quarter of your audience, if something happens and the platform gets shut down, at least you still have a way of communicating with them. At that point, you can start telling them about one of your other platforms or sending them to Instagram to watch your reels or sending them to YouTube to watch your shorts. It's not that hard to collect email addresses. But the nice thing about those email addresses is that no matter what happens with any social media platform, you will always have those emails. If all of my social media channels got shut down tomorrow, and please, Lord, don't let that happen. I think I just gave myself a minor heart palpitation saying that. At least I still have an email list. So I can still get in touch with my audience. If I couldn't communicate via Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram or whatever, I still have access to a, a percentage of my audience. That is part of my backup plan. So that's the other thing that I think you need to implement here. Nobody knows for sure what's going to happen. Nothing may come of it. It's not like you can just flip a switch and shut down TikTok. That opens up a whole other series of debates on free speech, etc., etc., etc. But because the conversations are happening, it doesn't hurt you as the CEVO, the, the chief executive voiceover of your business, to have a backup strategy just in case. So number one, find a way to back up your videos. And if not all of them, at least your best performing videos so that you can take them and use them somewhere else. Get backups wherever you can. Number two, focus on building an audience on at least one other platform so that if the worst does happen, you have a following somewhere else. One thing that I have been paying a lot of attention to lately, everybody talks about Reels on Instagram, but nobody's talking about Reels on Facebook. They're not the same thing, and I think that's where we get confused sometimes. We think those two things are interchangeable. You can publish Reels on Instagram, and you can publish Reels on Facebook. Everybody's doing it on Instagram. Not everybody's doing it on Facebook, which creates a really unique opportunity. You've got access to... 2 billion people on Facebook and you don't have the same level of competition that you have on Instagram. So maybe that becomes part of your strategy. Maybe building that second platform is posting your reels to Instagram and Facebook. But work on creating a secondary platform, a secondary audience for yourself so you still have somewhere where you can go to communicate and somewhere where you can go to market. And then finally, try and collect email addresses. Give somebody a reason to give you their email address. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast right now, you have downloaded something that I have offered in the past. I've offered a couple of different ebooks, the tools in my toolbox, marketing basics for voice actors, one piece of advice. Those were very popular ebooks that people gave me their email address for in exchange for that free download. For the last couple of months before all of this really got crazy, I was offering a resource and still do offer a resource called 20 Video Ideas for Instagram and TikTok. And people will give me their email address in exchange for that download. And so can you come up with something that you can offer for free that gives value to your audience that would make them want to sign up and be on an email list? Even if you have no intentions of emailing that list for now, at least start building it so that if something does happen, you're protected. This was part of the talk that I changed for VO Atlanta to update based on what is going on right now, because I would hate to see any voice actor who's putting so much effort into TikTok run the risk of not having access to that platform anymore. And so if you can start preparing now to protect yourself, 
then if the worst happens, you're fine. And if it doesn't happen, you're in better shape because now you've got multiple platforms where you're building an audience, building a following, and spreading the good news about the voiceover services that you offer. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday VOPreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Having your voiceover demos easily playable and downloadable on your website is essential. The VoiceAmp player lets you do that across any device and browser. There are also options for adding play buttons in your email signature, tracking your listens, and even putting videos in your demo player. Sign up now at voicesam.com slash markscott and receive an instant $25 credit. For full details and to claim this offer, visit voicesam.com slash markscott. And scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.